This is an Area Code podcast. This is All Alone, a podcast about life during a pandemic. The following audio diaries were recorded the week of March 22nd. This is Jess. I live in London with my husband, Raf, and our two cats, Apollo and Luna. It has been two weeks now that I have been social distancing. I started about a day early before uh, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson had initially suggested that that's what we should be doing, in part because I had seen the news and I thought if there's no reason for me to go outside, I should definitely not do that. My last trip out somewhere was March the 12th. I went to meet up with a friend for her birthday, for a birthday lunch, and since then, the only trips that I've been making outside have been to go to the grocery store or um, to take a quick walk outside just to get a bit of fresh air. This was an interesting week because this week Boris Johnson made an announcement that uh, that the UK is now officially on lockdown. And I think probably this week I've really started to feel it more maybe than even last week just because I think it's probably the case that Raf and I might have, you know, a few days where we wouldn't necessarily go out or that we might be home. But it's it's definitely been long enough now that the that I can really feel it. And uh, and I think it's also been a lot of days in a row now where both Raf and I are in the house together all the time. And <laughs> We actually, we really like each other. We've been married uh, since 2008, so for a very long time, and uh, and we really get along very well. We have a, a, I mean, basically a one-bedroom flat, and so, you know, our front room is quite spacious, but this week we did have our first coronavirus fight. And, it, you know, it was one of these things where I, mean, I think just as a couple, we probably have different conceptions of the idea of cleanliness and tidiness. And I feel that sort of Raph has one side of the living room and I have sort of another side of the living room. And I tend not to comment too much about how he keeps his side of the living room. But he ended up taking out a laptop and putting it sort of what I would consider my side of the living room. And I, I just picked it up and I moved it over to his side and, uh, and the situation sort of exploded and he was like, why are you moving this over here? And I was like, why is it that you have to keep things on my side? Why can't you find room on your side? And he's like, what do you mean your side and my side? I'm like, I mean, I have to have some space in this house. You cannot just constantly, and it, and it just kind of, you know, you just, you're not always on the same page about things, but it was definitely the case that this was something that happened as a result of us being locked in the house together. You know, normally we don't have to sort of sit on top of each other all the time. Uh, but I mean, the good news is, is that, uh, you know, he's, after our fight, I saw him like tidying up his sort of desk space in the area around it. And we sort of found a compromise for him to be able to plug in his laptop in a way that it doesn't, it wasn't really in my way. And, and, and things have sort of been restored to normal. 
Hi, I live in Chicago. I'm living in a condo apartment on the third floor. I live with my wife, Siobhan. We've been married for two years and six months. I think we're both going a bit crazy today, March 25th. She told me she got nervous because she thinks I am scared. I told her I am okay. She said that because last night I went to bed uh, with my headphones on, listening to music to deal with some sort of nostalgia and melancholy that I have been feeling lately. And before we turned off the lights, I asked her um, if she thought things would go back to being the same. So today I told her I am okay, but I am kind of not. Uh, hours after I told her I was okay, I confessed her that I feel like I am going crazy. There is a very strange feeling to this and um, well, we both laughed across our dining table and she told me she's cool with it and that she feels the same way. Uh, one week deeper into this whole thing, I am feeling more anxious, like if we are definitely mourning or something. I feel emotional too, um, like emotional, emotional. Uh, we've been watching movies and cheesy scenes are making me tear up. Uh, in a regular setting, I feel that wouldn't happen, not because I don't cry or anything, but because I usually watch movies and shows with equanimity, and I guess that's not, kind of not happening lately. I did lose my temper, and really for very dumb reasons. So, this last weekend I had my birthday, uh, I turned uh, 29 years old and I lost my temper as soon as I finished a beautiful and delicious brunch that my wife cooked for me uh, as, uh, for, as a birthday gift. Um, that was the only gift I got actually and it was amazing, it was delicious. Uh, we usually don't eat uh, a lot of sugar but we were a little bit indulgent and we had waffles and a mimosa and of course it was awesome um, afterwards uh, though we were trying to set a call with my friends on her laptop uh, to call my friends on zoom uh, who are in mexico uh, so we could celebrate with them from afar but as she was trying to set it up uh, all of a sudden i found myself speaking to her in a very demeaning way and with a very sharp tone um, I didn't like that, and I know she didn't like it either. Um, afterwards, of course, she told me to chill out, and I said I was sorry. Um, uh, I am not one that usually loses his patience. I don't like speaking sharp to anyone, and I am usually very sensitive with the way I speak and get spoken to. Uh, plus, out of everyone in the world, <laughs> one person I... I look to never hurt in any way, shape, or form is my wife. Uh, I mean, I love her, so I don't know, talking to her really sucks. Uh, like that really sucks. Um, I regret a lot speaking to her like that, especially for something as dumb as setting up a video call. Uh, by the way, uh, only one friend from Mexico joined the call and my brother called me afterwards, uh, so uh, that flopped as well, so yeah. I guess I was already frustrated for the fact that I couldn't do anything on my birthday 
I completely understand why, uh, like, why I couldn't, like, go out or, like, yeah, plan out, like, maybe a small event or anything. But usually I am able to go have fun and enjoy my birthday with my friends. And, I don't know, the fact that this year we were far away from everyone, uh, like, everyone is in Mexico. Um, my friends here in Chicago cannot, like, go out and we cannot do a gathering. I don't know, it... It was kind of a terrible birthday to, um, I don't know, spend it inside. I will say, if you go into the park, even for your one walk once a day, there are going to be dozens and dozens of people there. And I think, you know, people are being sensible. I don't think that they're, it could sound like they're being selfish. Oh, you should just stay inside. But you know, we saw that there was a, a mother with a you know four year old boy, and I thought, I mean, if anybody needs to go out for a walk, it's probably her. Um, but this little boy was so cute; he had a little, like a a sort of bouncy ball that he was kicking around, and he could see us sort of walking towards their direction, and he you know kicked the ball at me, and I think. You know, I just saw it coming, and I just, I just kicked it back, and um, and he giggled, and he was clearly very happy. And you know, it's difficult because I mean, there's, it's just, you know, we try to imagine that we can do all of these things to stay as far away from people as possible, but you know, there's so much in our lives. It's sort of just natural that we just interact with other people. And I mean, what was I going to do? Like run away from the ball and run away from this child? I. I just can't do that. It's, you know, he wouldn't have understood it. And it was, you know, it's just something that we have to live with. I don't know. It might be a small thing, but listening to each other, like, kind of brings me hope. Uh, I guess this has to do with the fact that lately I feel very lonely with all of this happening and not being able to interact uh, physically with people but for some reason reading testimonies listening to my friends kind of helps me power through we really don't know that many of our neighbors and we got this note through the door saying you know if you're self-isolating please message us let us know we'll try to help you you know get groceries we're setting up whatsapp group for the street here are phone numbers email addresses and so now we have this whatsapp group for our road and jackie you know quite sweet every morning has been sending us a message like good morning you know here's a little pick me up for the day and, you know, this morning's quote, she had written, uh, try to be a rainbow in someone's cloud, uh, which I think she said, you know, comes from Maya Angelou. And I, you know, then, of course, you know, a stream of messages from the other people on the street. Thanks so much, Jackie. It's so lovely you're doing this and people being very encouraging and nice. And these are people that I've just never spoken to before. And I think, you know just have a little more patience just for these sorts of things like it might be an inconvenience normally to get a bunch of messages from your your neighborhood whatsapp group but we're all sort of desperately seeking that sort of social interaction where we can get it 
I actually put a post on Facebook asking people if they wanted to have a virtual coffee. I sort of reached out to a friend of mine in Israel who, you know, she makes regular trips to to London because of the work that she does, but we, it may be a while before we see each other again. You know, we've had a uh, chat with the with some good friends were godparents to their child who now live in San Francisco. And it was just very nice and, you know, and not really work focused, just, you know, just talking, just finding out what other people are doing, like what's been happening in their lives and how are they processing everything. And, um, you know, my, one of my cousins missed our call and was just extremely apologetic. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I missed it. And I sort of joked with him. I was like, I mean, what am I going to be late for since you missed our call, the apocalypse? Uh, I mean, coming to think about it, I kind of don't feel any hope yet. Um, numbers keep growing and the fact that cases are dipping in China make me feel better. Uh, I still am afraid about how this is changing everything. I mean, even if numbers go down, we still need to be careful until a cure is available, right? So uh, how will this impact us emotionally? Like, as a whole, I mean, like, and I don't know, like, the fact that small things might change kind of um, creeps me out. I don't know. like. I guess, like, will we be able to keep hugging, uh, kissing when we say hi, sitting together, having a cool handshake with a friend? I don't know, like, um, I mean, I know it's kind of like, like, I don't know, Latinos, we're usually very warm in the way we say hello and goodbye. So will, I don't know, will this change afterwards? I don't know, like, I think that if it does, it kind of sucks, right? Um, but a, a sort of strange thing did happen this week. Uh, back in October, we had someone come and look at the front of our house. We have these big wooden uh, bay windows at the front of our house and we love them but they I mean they're they're just a little bit worn down and so we had spoken with someone uh, about um, doing some work on them but because of sort of backlog there there wasn't any availability to do anything for them until the spring and and sure enough we got the message like oh yeah so I'll be coming next week to do the windows which is this week and I you know I mean it feels like you know like a carryover from another world. I completely forgot about this. And, you know, this was Monday, right? So, or I guess it was last week that we found out about it. And we're like, you know, of course I, you know, I, I'm kind of, you know, balancing this moral quandary of, you know, we should be social distancing. We should be very careful about the interactions that we have with other people. But at the same time, this is his work and he's self-employed and he booked this with us months and months ago and it's not as if he can just turn around and, and book someone else if we cancel 
it, you know, it's work on the outside of our house. And so, you know, I told him, I was like, of course, you know, come and do this, but just, you know, we're social distancing. So, you know, like the normal things that you might do if somebody's coming to work on your house, like go outside and shake their hand and, you know, maybe go out and offer them a cup of tea or a coffee. You know, we're just completely avoiding that. I sort of wave at him from the inside of the windows. You know, if he needs to ask me something, you know, he'll step away from the door and I'll open up the door and, you know, we're keeping that sort of distance between us. And, you know, I just to increase the sort of safety I've he's keeping some of the painting supplies at our house we in the morning I get up and I go and I set them outside and like I put the plug through the um through the mail slot so that he can turn on a radio while he's doing the painting you know we're doing everything that we can to make sure that we don't have to have any physical interaction and um you know again like Raph and I we went out uh I think it was yeah, uh, two days ago, we went out um, on Tuesday to go for our walk. And, um, and he, you know, moves away from the door so that we can come out. And we sort of walk around, you know, again, keeping that two meters between us. And he's like, Oh, are you are you gonna go to the shops? And, uh, and he sort of clarifies, like, I, I've been trying to get some eggs, but I can't seem to find any eggs anywhere. And I was like, do you not have any eggs? I was like, I have eggs. And so, you know, at the end of the day, like I wrapped up like six eggs into a little box. And um, when he was away from the door, I set them outside and I was like, here, here's the eggs, you know, <laughs> through the window, you can take those home. And then the next day, um, after he had left, he left a, a tin of pineapple on the sort of front porch, uh, with, along the stuff that we keep inside of the house. And, you know, at some point I'm, I'm probably going to make a pineapple cake and it'll sort of remind me of that. Um, I really appreciate like being far from Mexico, like interacting with Latinos and like being that warm is something that has helped me uh, adapting here to the US so um, yeah I don't know I, I, I just don't want that to be frowned upon like uh, even among Latinos you know um, I don't know I'm serious with wondering how will this change everything and I guess what I asked my wife the other night is like I, I'm asking it for real like like, when will it get back to normal? All Alone is created and hosted by me, Morgan Lee. It's produced by Richard Clark, Sarah Cameron, and myself. All Alone is a useful group podcast. For more information or to join us, please send us an email at coronavirusdiaries at gmail.com. This is an Area Code podcast.